0: What's up, my guys? We are back. This is the Juice Box with episode 66. RIP to all the fallen Jedi that suffered the consequences in Order 66. You are all very missed. Big Czar, what's up?
1: What's up, man? I'm um, doing well. had a good week. Um, I just want to quickly address something. Uh, here at the Juice Box, I don't consider us a political podcast. We don't really like to get into it. We like to keep it light and fun. But some crazy shit went down. It's kind of a weird time. You don't know what the hell is going to happen in the coming weeks. But I just want to tell everyone, just be safe. That's all All I got to say on it. Um, other than that, I did something crazy this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: What What happened?
1: So I was up at the Highlands, and I was hungry. And I decided, you know, I want Chick-fil-A. But recently, Chick-fil-A has just been skimping me hard on the fries. Like really? Bad, like bad. Okay. so. Hmm. First of all, I already think that the Chick-fil-A at the Highlands is the worst Chick-fil-A in the country.
0: I love that building, though. Cool building. I don't want to get off topic, but I, lo- I, t- I talk about it a lot le- lately. It's a I cool love building. that building. No doubt.
1: Yeah. But I just think their service and stuff just sucks. So that's my hot take. But here's what I did. I went through Wendy's, got a large fry and a Frosty, then popped in to the Chick-fil-A drive-through and got a sandwich to make sure I didn't get skimped on fries and and man is that ever a conflict of conflict of interest but know?
0: it was probably it probably smacked it did it smacked hard I, I, you might be onto something in,
1: here I, well
2: the, the the problem is is like that Chick-fil-A has been open for months now and the line if anything every time i drive by it's longer like you you would think after a while there would be a moment to where like it would kind of just steady out a little bit like people know it's there but they're not going to get it every single time Every single time that I drive up there when you're when you're at the Highlands and you pass that bank and you can take that right to yeah. go in the line's all the way out to there every single yeah, time.
1: I mean most of the time it is. Here's the issue. They like I want to say 3 months ago now, they got rid of their curbside pickup. Like, I noticed you, you that. You can't do that anymore through the app. You can't place your order and pick it up. So I show up there and I asked them. I was like, "Why can't I pick it up at curbside anymore?" They're like, Oh, well, uh, we don't have enough hired help anymore with all the students going back to work. I'm just sitting there like, well, then fucking hire people. I don't know what you mean. You don't need to just hire students. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people looking for work. Yeah,
2: Yeah. because I ordered it through the app for the first time. I think it was on my birthday, you know, thinking the curbside thing. And it was—I mean, it, it was nice that it was ready, but it was kind of pointless because you still have to have go to through the, the drive-through. Through, yeah. So, like, it defeats the entire did, purpose. The entire purpose. Been saying it from the beginning. I will not wait in that line, haven't I?
1: Not. No, I mean St. <laughs> Clairsville Chick Fil A is the move because yeah. you can still do curbside. So, yeah. like, put your order in when you're like halfway there. You roll up, they come out, you're good to go. Yeah, and I it. think, but I think you're
0: onto something with the mix and match. We, you need someone needs to make that kind of like a. A Doordashy app, except oh, ooh. it's called like Mix and Match or yeah. something. Oh, I it's want called, this sandwich it's called Mixer. I want these. <laughs> yeah, I want these <laughs> fries. I want this drink from all these different places. Yeah, because that, that's just in one bag. That's
2: one thing you can't do on Doordash. You cannot order from multiple places. Multiple
1: places there, there definitely needs to be. What other apps are there that are like DoorDash? We just don't have them around here. Uh, there's like Grubhub, Uber Eats, Uber Eats,
2: Grubhub, Postmates, and I really, I really think it's just those four that yeah. I know of.
1: That I mean, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, like there is an app you know, centered around mixing yeah. your, your fast food up. That'd be sick. I'll be all about it.
2: But I did learn, I, I don't know when I talked about it, but there was a, there's a location, it might have been when we were at Shannon's house, I was telling you, there's a location on DoorDash called Wingnut.
1: Yeah, did you get to the bottom of this? Ty. Yeah, I saw that. He said it's Permanis. It's Permanis wings. Why is it called Wingnut? No clue. I
2: mean, that's like just call it Permanis wings. Like how I don't understand how you can change or the entire even, name.
1: Why even have two separate places to order from? Well,
2: y- now you can't even DoorDash from Permanis. I haven't had actual. Oh, you can't, dude. No, you know no. what I think
0: it might be. Sometimes I think we're like right on the line of Could the be. location because it's been on there. Permanis. It's yes. definitely been on there. And sometimes it's not, and sometimes it is. What if we literally are just like right on that
1: line to where the the location cuts off? That's what I thought but it's I could possible. be completely wrong. do you remember there, like one of our older episodes where I was telling you guys you need to try um what the fuck's it called Roosevelt spaghetti? I tried yeah it. you did you very got, good, you did try it Isn't Yes, it good.
2: I had there um what what did I have? uh they're uh shit what are the i'm i'm blanking on what they're called no with the uh with the raviolis okay i had the raviolis very very good give me the formule yeah and um (laughs) i it's it's nice to change it up and get food like that every once in a while so did you door dash it
1: yep you did yep because remember that day when I brought it up, and then you guys all put up the app and it wasn't popping up on there.
2: I actually think JT is on to something because there are some days where like there's things on there and then other days I go on and they're not there yet. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. It
1: was like a boundary issue yeah. or whatever. Cause it's got to like, be. Oh, maybe it's only, you know, because I live up in past Bethlehem. I was like, maybe it's only showing up there and, and not down here. But. Because
2: one thing that shocked me that, ha- that hasn't been on there, at least here so far, is Chipotle. Yeah. That's on DoorDash literally everywhere I go across the entire state and the Chipotle just opened up there by the Xfinity yeah. store, and it, it's not on DoorDash. I yeah. well, wonder port- if
1: they're, like, if it's still just too new.
2: Yeah, I, and I also thought... All the students went back to school. Yeah, they don't have enough
1: workers. Not enough, <laughs> not enough workers because all the students. I, I, that's just dumbfounded me.
0: I, I, I also thought, what if it depends on how busy the place is in person?
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, that's a good point. I, I'm completely making this, these up, but well, the, that's what I, I thought of that as well, because sometimes... Generations is on there, and then sometimes it's not. And I think it has something to do with how busy it is.
1: Yeah, but, like, normally I feel like a a place will be, like, grayed out. Like, it'll be on there, but you can't order from it if it's too busy. Like, we're talking about it's not even showing up Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Which, the
2: the only reason I know this is because I talked to a DoorDash driver about this, actually. Chipotle, at least in Charleston, I imagine it's like this everywhere. They have their own whole... Laying in lines solely for DoorDash, so like the door, the DoorDash people that go there to pick the food up, they don't even have to wait in the normal line. That that's that's just what shocks me because I I love Chipotle man, I do. I I, I love the the bowls. I I get the the three pair of tacos sometimes, and the I, I think the reason I like Chipotle so much is because at least every time I've got it, it's just consistent. It's nothing. Like extraordinaire to where you're like, if you see a bunch of restaurants, your favorite Chipotle, but you know if you order Chipotle, it's going to be consistent and and
1: how good it tastes. Yeah, I'm a little indifferent on Chipotle. I am as well. My, my girlfriend's a massive Chipotle fan, and it's like sometimes I'll get a meal from there and I'm like, damn, that was so good. Yeah. And other times I'll be like, uh, now I kind of feel sick in my stomach. I'm and just I don't know why. Mm-hmm.
0: I love, like, hard shell tacos and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, I'm not hating on them. They taste good. But, like, Cadoba, Chipotle, those kind of things, like, I don't – I would be okay if they weren't there, like, if I didn't get it. Yeah. Like, if someone's like, let's go to Chipotle, I'd be like, okay. But I would never go out of my way and be like, I'm going to go get some Chipotle. Yeah. You know, that I kind mean, of thing.
1: If I'm in the mood for Mexican food, like, I definitely would prefer to get the food from, you know – one of the sit down places. For sure. It's it's way better. Like I don't care what anyone says. That like that place right up the road, I it, forget the name. It is good. El Zacalo yeah, or in El Paso. And even the place at the mall, the uh Talaki Paki.
2: And I i heard that place in Moundsville's fire too. it, um, it oh yeah, it is. Alca- well, there's
1: two places in Moundsville and What's they're both it called? good. Alca- Alca- oh yeah, there are two in Moundsville. And, and I forget the other one's name. Oh, what is it?
0: Fuck. It, but and there's that, one called El Patron or that's something. It, that's it. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. that's it. Yeah. I don't they're, think they're I've been to either. I don't think... I've heard of them, but... That one place down in Morgantown was always good. Los Mariachis. No, yeah. yeah.
1: Los, Los and El Paso are the same thing, though. Same oh, menu. really? Did you ever notice uh-uh, that? I did same not. know. same exact menu. I oh,
2: wonder, that's interesting. So, yeah, I wonder if, like, it's... The owners are related or something.
1: I, I kind of think what it is is, like... It's, I don't want to say it's like a franchise, but it's it's kind of like, you know, the the people are interested in starting up a Mexican restaurant, and then they, like, buy the menu. Okay, that makes Does sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I so mean, then they just, like, cook to the menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because that's how kind
0: of, just from being in my job, that's how kind of how convenience are. Yes. Like, you franchise or whatever mm-hmm. a convenient, but it's not necessarily has to be called Convenient. Right, you just yeah. have to have their logo somewhere, or some right. shit like well, that. Well, it's
2: like I don't know if anybody's noticed this, but you know the big sheets versus Wawa battle, like that's like you know Northerners. I I can't remember which order it is. I think Northerners like Wawa, Southerners like Sheets, whatever it may be. I always had a conspiracy theory that the owners have to know each other somehow because the websites are identical, really. The formats and the layouts of the web, the Wawa website and the
1: Sheets website.
2: At least they used to be identical to the hmm. T.
1: That makes you wonder: like, are they just the same company? Or yeah,
0: or is this a Star Wars Marvel
2: thing? But where that's what all I was owned? gonna say.
0: I was gonna say a Jeff Gordon, uh, Dale Earnhardt thing. Yeah, exactly. But um, <laughs> no, but also, it, you we've learned it's just a copycat kind of world, though. So if Sheets had the uh, his website was getting more traffic. Wawa probably copied it exactly.
1: Yeah, and and like, it's. It's not hard to copy websites like that because most most websites are made off a of template, anyways. Oh, for sure. So then, like Wawa or Sheets, vice versa, could just get the same template and plug their stuff in.
2: And and I just saw, I think it was somewhere in New Jersey, Wawa just opened their first drive through. Like Sheets has been opening drive throughs now. So
1: it, I don't know. It does make you think
2: it is a copycat league out here, but it it is weird. Have you? have
1: I've never been to a Wawa.
2: I've been we, – we go to a Wawa's wall, wall, when we travel to the Outer Banks. There, there's that shift where it goes from sheets is to Wawa's. Wall, They're cool, don't get me wrong, but I've never ordered, like, made-to-order yeah, made food to order there, food. so I don't know.
1: I've gotten made-to-order stuff at uh, – what's it called? Is it called Get-Go? Yep. Get-Go, get go. yeah. Yep. There's a couple in Morgantown. Not, yeah, not bad food. Not bad food at all. And then uh, there's a – I think it's a Speedway. Speedways. Speedway out – um, real close to the exit to go to Seneca Lake, that has like the best.
2: It's a Speedway Cafe. Yeah. I know exactly it which one you're talking the about. The
1: best fucking chicken biscuit, yo, like I've ever had. Y-
2: you know what's
0: uh, stepped their game up, which you guys probably haven't had, is uh, the Cohen Oil Markets. Their chicken, dude, their fried chicken is freaking so good. There's one up, uh, past the Highlands. Yeah, if you yeah. get off.
1: It's so funny you're saying this. I yeah. just saw the sign. Or well, there's one in Moundsville. Is there? No yeah, one? there's one in Moundsville. And they have, just redid the whole and they thing. They have in the Moundsville. big sign that says like famous "World's fried Famous chicken. chicken," and I'm like, okay, there's bro, no, way. no,
0: listen, that shit—that is one of my topics I wanted to bring up a long time ago. How many places have you seen that just says "World's Famous Chicken" on it? Oh, tons. everywhere,
1: almost all of them. <laughs> it's and I just so want to know who's judging these chickens. I know so, it is
0: so
2: funny. How can
1: I get that job? The, um, the place in Morgantown that was one of my favorite restaurants, Dirty Bird. Yep, I don't know if you ever been in there, and then looked looked at, at their walls. Like they have all the uh, they have pictures of fried chicken places all from all around the country. Like almost every single one of them says like "World's Famous Fried Chicken." Yeah, like it's just, best I think it's chicken. just a thing. Yeah, like, it's almost like it's like that joke in Elf. I know you guys don't like Elf, but like he goes to New York, he sees a sign on the outside of the building that says "World's Best Cup of Coffee." he goes and he's like "congratulations you guys <laughs> did it." It's like world's best cup of coffee. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. No, I I mean,
2: <laughs> now that I'm actually thinking about it, and it that doesn't even like chickens a good example, but you do like world best tacos. Like yeah. you you can do it with anything anywhere you go and it's like now we're the world's most famous podcast.
1: I was, yeah. just, I was literally just going to say world like, oh, famous we should just podcast. put that on our, all of our marketing now. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm in. <laughs> The world, like I mean, world famous podcast. Dude, Logan, one, yeah, Logan, Logan
2: Paul says it at the beginning of every episode. He's like, you're now listening to the number one podcast in the world
1: every single time. Yeah, and like people believe it because yeah, they're like, say, oh, they're, they're probably not the number one podcast in the world. They might be close. Yeah, because I, mean, I was thinking they're, they're pretty popular. Yeah,
0: there's no way like they're higher than Rogan. No, he's got to be. He's got to
1: be the number I one. I always thought that he was just like the undisputed. That's what I one. thought. I yeah, mean, He's been around longer than everyone, too. I, right? I don't...
2: Yes. I don't think, like, when we talk podcasts, I don't even think it's fair to include him.
1: Yeah. He's, this, he's just on the He's own so
2: much like... I mean, and, you know, this is just my opinion, our opinion, whatever it may be. There's some people that may not agree, but anybody that's, like, listens to podcasts or is in po- podcasting knows that, like, you're chasing Joe Rogan every time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that
0: crazy, like... I haven't researched. So I could probably figure out why, but how how famous he became, like because of that. Like I remember, I've seen footage. When did he start? How many years? I mean, ago? like, like ten. It,
2: it's it, been a long time. Yeah. I believe his podcast is like eleven years old. It's Damn, crazy if you insane.
0: look at the, po- the 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 video from the beginning. It looks just like a long time ago. Like it's, not it's, as obviously, nowhere near the the definition as cameras now. And it's like he's just literally just built a fucking
1: empire. It's actually crazy how long podcasts have been around. I don't know if you guys remember, like the old school iPods, like the old ones, came like preloaded with podcasts.
2: I remember seeing that and being like, what is a podcast? What
1: is this? Is this a radio show? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I guess. Is this a radio show? Fuck, I can't
2: remember what the dude's name is. a comedian guy no there there's like rogan's had him on he's like officially quote unquote the first guy to ever make podcasts and like steve jobs talked about him in one of the apple things before and he was the reason why podcasts were on there and it's it's crazy to think that now people just like sitting down and just listening to what People have to say because a lot of the normal regular podcasts, like us, KFC Radio, Regan, whatever you want to say, you know, there's not like a produ- I mean, you you have your producer, but there's not somebody in the back like holding up
1: cards saying "talk about this now." Like it's just genuine conversation, right? Marker. I mean, I think that's awesome though. Like, it is weird. I probably would have been in that like camp that was like you know five, six, seven years ago. Is like, why well, do I want to listen to people just have a conversation? I was, yeah. but now it's like. I do want to listen. You know what's funny? (laughs) Like,
0: Like, what literally got me introduced to a podcast was I was in college, and on my explore feed, there's this guy. His name's Joe Santagato. His like Instagram videos, like just him doing funny shit, would pop up, and I followed him. And I just thought this dude was so funny. And then I saw on his uh on his Instagram page that he had a podcast, and I just started watching it. And I then I realized like. I started, like, looking... There's freaking thousands of podcasts everywhere. Oh, yeah. That was, I literally think, the first podcast that I ever saw.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can admit, I I watched podcasts before I ever listened to them. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, me too. Like, I was watching people, like, do them mm-hmm. before I ever just, you know, downloaded Spotify or whatever and li- just straight up listened to them. Yeah,
2: I remember. I think it was, uh... So, you were definitely, like, doing podcasts, listening way before me. But I remember at enterprise it had to be in 2016 alex ronovich was like dude you have to listen to joe rogan's podcast and i was like what the fuck is a podcast and why would i listen to joe rogan talk for hours like i didn't understand the concept at all and i was like just thinking like he would have him on in the car and i would just listen blow it off and then Jacko and DJ Ham for months or years were like, dude, you have to listen to KFC radio. You have to listen to these guys from Barstool. And I just always remember thinking in my head, why would I want to listen to guys have a conversation when I can just have a conversation with my friends? And JT actually was the one that kind of got me into it. He put on fucking the basement yard. Shout out Joe Sanagato. And the rest was history. And I was like, I want to do this.
0: And Jake got me a Santa Gato Studios shirt for Christmas this year. Yep. Really? I started watching the dude like six years ago. That's awesome. I know. I was pumped. I was like, this full shirt's circle. awesome. Yeah, full literally, full circle.
2: But, uh, like, I've listened to Rogan talk about it. He said him and Brian Redband would do it, and there'd be like 2,000 people watching, and... uh on <laughs> one of the latest episodes, he was like, dude, I never wanted it to be like this. He's like, I never expected it to be like this. I just wanted to sit around, talk shit, and get high with my friends. Yeah. And now I have a moral obligation to all these people. He's like, I didn't want it to get
1: this far. Yeah, I saw that article. I yeah. think that's funny because you almost wonder, like, well, like you said, he said a moral obligation. He's got to feel pressured to just keep doing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. like, dude, over a decade of doing a podcast is a long time. Yeah. Like, that's a long fucking time. He, I mean... He, think, how, of, think of just the social climates and stuff. That, like, you know what I mean? Like, just society has changed in that amount of time. So, like, you go back and probably listen to his early episodes 10 years ago. And it's probably, like, really, you probably really feel like in a time capsule. Yeah, probably a
2: lot of bad shit. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Like, you know.
1: I mean, honestly.
2: Yeah. I just picture him and Joey Diaz sitting there and Joey Diaz being like, you motherfucking cocksuckers, all this shit. It would Uh, be incredible.
0: But you said social climate, but think of just, like, your social uh, battery. I would just be worn out. He does one, like, every single day.
1: Yeah, dude, that's... I mean, I guess it, it, it would help a lot when you see the money money (laughs) yeah i mean like obviously he has his hand in a lot of things but i have to imagine he probably makes good money off his podcast oh god truthfully
2: like i'm not trying to brag at our skills but i truly believe that if we were getting paid and we had an interesting enough guest, i know three hours sounds crazy but i know we could do that we literally could sit down and talk to somebody because if it's Like strangers that we want to like. Let's just say it's a um, a movie star. You know, whatever. There's going to be so much stuff that you want
1: to ask that time will just fly by and you won't even realize it. I mean, we've had. I think we our longest episode we've ever done was like two hours and twenty minutes, and that was
2: with Mister Bucon. And you guys had no idea how. Oh yeah, that yeah. And
1: I just let it go
2: because I was like, "This is good conversation. I'm not going to be like so much." If I'm
1: being honest, man. Most episodes, most episodes, I'm, like, wanting it to keep going. Yeah. But I know there should be, we should cap it around yeah. between an hour and an hour and a half. I like mean, just, yeah. It's just good. It's good to be consistent. Absolutely. Recently,
0: when we had Ted on here, I could have kept going oh, on dude, that. I, it was, like, an hour and 40 minutes or something. I'm sure
1: he he had, like, we need to have him on again. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he has plenty more stories to tell. And it's, it's good content. It's good stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm just speaking personally, but like the the movie industry fascinated Dude, yeah. Me. Like Me it, too. It's amazing. I, I could have talked about that for fucking hours. Yeah.
2: Well and I was just I mean, really like a bulk of the time too, we were talking about that new project that he's working on now. We didn't even like dive into really anything else no. and I was like I was just fascinated. Can,
0: can I be completely honest, which you guys will probably all agree with me? I had no idea about any I didn't know like he was making a big movie like that I had no clue Like when we talked about him coming on I had no clue about that stuff No, I didn't and know And then it happened like live And I was like This is fucking nuts This is I,
2: awesome But guy. I love that That was our genuine awesome That was our genuine reaction
1: that's, I, I can honestly say that was You know, that's a top five episode for me Yeah I mean, it was great And I, I'd love to have him on again Just to To basically just to continue like a sequel
2: dude i i know we we could we could really run it up if if he came back because now we would know i
1: mean exactly. imagine all the
2: questions that we would think of yeah. beforehand in our heads yeah and we only we
0: have one more episode of undergrads but we could talk about undergrads more dude
2: it's good i'm so shocked at how like how much I know. I I mean, I know we watched it after we had him on, but I was genuinely like laughing. I was like, this is, I could watch this show just as normal.
1: And to think that there's another season just sitting there, he said, ready to drop, I think. Didn't he say that about undergrads? I can't remember. That they have one banked up? Well, I, I. the
2: way I understood I think he did it, say, he written. Did say, yeah, they were I don't doing know. it another okay. one. Yeah, I don't. Which I mean, I mean, for them, it would be easy to act out. I imagine if it's written, I bet writing it's the hardest part. Yeah.
0: But imagine how cool! Like, think of like a Jonah Hill and all those guys type of deal. Like they came out the show when they were all no ones, and then they blew up, and then make a season two of their original show. Like, how cool would that be for them? Oh yeah, that would be. That'd be undergrad awesome. season two, and they're just all fucking famous as shit now. Be awesome, so dude. cool! It's just,
1: I was watching uh Knocked Up yesterday. Oh, uh, great and, and that whole group is in that movie, and it's so great seeing them on screen together. Which we've only—well, they're in a lot of movies together. But when you put the whole group together, I'm we've trying to think how many. Twice. Yeah, wh- which one? This is the end of Knocked th- Up. Th- this yeah, is I the agree. end. Is hysterical. Dude, it's...
0: I love that movie. It is
1: such a funny movie.
0: Me and Mason used to watch that in college all the time. It's so
1: funny. There was a point where it was when we were living on 6th Street. Brady got it on Blu-ray, like, double disc, whatever. And I took the one disc upstairs and watched it every night for, like, months. Yeah. It took me forever to give him his disc (laughs) back. It's so funny. I
0: just love that Jay is the main guy and then Michael Sarah's. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you want a <laughs> yeah, and then Jonah the Hill's is just lines. such
1: a dickhead isn't it. Yeah, he's a complete douchebag. <laughs> yeah. But it, the, the best part about <laughs> that is uh, if you watch interviews about that movie, Jonah Hill's entire part is improvised. Like no. He, way. None of his lines were written. <laughs> That's so fun. And it's crazy because you can go and watch the gag reel and, like, um, you'll see scenes from the movie. Like, you'll recognize a scene. But he'll it, it'll be like five takes in a row of him just saying different shit, <laughs> seeing right. if it sticks. And like, well, dude, I yeah.
2: I know I know like people like we've talked about before, knock Adam Sandler for making all these movies, but they're eventually when we're older, that's how they'll be. They'll just be making these oh, I movies. Hope. I hope just for vacation time and fun, and for us, that's the kind of shit we like. Every. I, all, almost every single time I watch a movie where one of those guys is in, I know I'm going to like it.
1: Absolutely. Like,
2: I'm I'm trying to think of the movie. Um, It was, I can't remember the title, but it was the movie with Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron that you and I watched where she was like a... Oh, yeah. She was
0: running for fucking Office. Some office kind
2: of, or something. Yeah. And, and he's like the dorky
1: writer. And, dude, it, I mean, th- they can make anything great. I agree. I, it's I, a talent. I wholeheartedly love that group of actors and and i hope we get to that point like you're saying like once they hit their 40s or or late 40s that um they start going down that adam sandler path like just fucking off and making movies all together and just having a good time i and i'll say it till the day i die i don't give it people bash adam sandler and give his movies horrible reviews i'm like you're nuts if you don't think you would do the exact same thing as him yeah yeah like it's he is just having a blast now. Well, dude, it's it's like envious.
2: It's like people, people
1: at the <laughs> end of the, the people. Yeah, what was that? At people. the end of the day,
2: you know, they they in my opinion find anything to rip people on. That's what it is. How can you rip a man? that signed a deal with Netflix and chose to make as many movies as he wants with his friends, and he just uses them as vacations. Like, yeah.
0: oh, we're going to go shoot. Um, the, uh, the, the redo or the do-over. Yeah, the do-over. do-over. Yeah, yeah. They're on some beach yeah, like, house the yeah, whole time. Sorry, yeah. dude.
2: <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Cr-
1: like, he's filmed like three or four movies like se- at a beach setting. You know that it was like on purpose. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, come on. You have, uh yeah. What's the wanted, one? It's, you're just vacationing Brooklyn, while Decker. filming a movie. What's yeah. The, and just, Jennifer go, Aniston. just go with That's it. That. Yeah. 51st Dates is in Hawaii. Even uh, Blended. There's, yeah, Blended. They're uh, in Africa. Africa. We're blending. We're blending. <laughs> the Do-Over. I, I know there's probably more. There's yeah, got to be more. that's all it is man It's just it's vacationing while filming a movie Yeah oh, his, grown-ups his, are at a lake house The whole time did you see the the one That his newer one with Jennifer Aniston what, the, oh the mystery oh, I did not we, did not watch. we I watched on a that beach In a boat yeah. that whole movie too and
2: then Adam Sandler just fucking Grabs his nuts he's like okay you guys Want to fucking rip me let Me make uncut gemstones Blow you all away and then he gets no Oscar no, not buzz at all, at all. For
1: it. Yeah, that's a shame. He said in that interview too. He's like, if I don't get any Oscar uh, appreciation or nods or or whatever you call it, nominations, he's like, I'm gonna come back and make the shittiest movie <laughs> you've ever seen. Like, I hope we get that movie. I D- don't care,
2: dude. Uncut Gems, in my opinion, was absolutely phenomenal. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time, and it was it it had a Joker vibe to where my anxiety the whole time my heart's racing i'm like dude what is literally going to happen yeah. right now and i'm not
1: going to spoil the ending but
2: i was shook at really?
1: the end of that movie oh god
0: you didn't watch it yet so oh man
1: i started it actually and i i don't know why it was an impulse decision to start it like late at night one night i don't know why i just was like oh, i'm just going to put it on you have to watch and it and tonight. i passed out you have to but watch it i, I want to watch it absolutely because i'm a huge adam sandler stand. But it, the, I will say the thing that's kind of been making me hesitant is all that's all anybody says about it is how bad your anxiety is going the whole yeah. time. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I've talked about it before. That's a good thing too, though. I mean, like it's movies that make you feel something, I, that's what they should do. Yep. I mean, if it was just a bore fest, who would want to watch and you, it? You
2: watched it with me the first time yeah. I watched it, right? I just remember you and me looking at each other at the end, and we were just like, "What did we just witness yeah. here?" I. It, I'll stop talking about it because I'll want to spoil it. But anybody that hasn't seen Uncut Gems, I think it's still on Netflix. It's got to be. Yeah, it is. You guys have to watch it. Um, But I kind of want to shift gears a little bit because it's something we were talking about a lot this week. Let's get into this whole uh, Marshall coaching carousel.
1: Yes, let's do it. So, I'm so down to go
2: it. so you you can kind of take cuz I want to know the background of I I not I'll let you explain it but when you text JT to to retweet that tweet I do you know any background
1: on why where that information came from Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> my good friend he our source. Our source, yes, our source. He his dad has a lot of connections being a like donor and stuff to WVU. And his donor friends, and one friend in particular. She, she's friends with so many people, like Nick Saban, Damn. people like that. Like, Frick. it's all this insider information. But basically, someone that knows, someone that she knows that knows Rich Rods, Rich Rodriguez's wife. And for those that don't know, Rich Rodriguez was a former WVU head coach. He brought WVU to like national prominence. And bailed on WVU when they were one game away from the national championship. This is true. Yeah, very true. Hurtful, hurtful. Facts. And <laughs> his wife said he's he's signing with Marshall. Now, this has not come out yet. This is no, like It's not official. No news media outlet has reported on this. So, you know, it's still just hearsay. But, like, I kind of think it's a pretty reliable source. And here's the deal. If it does come out
2: that he signs, he had to be the one to break the news. I w- I've been I've been searching oh, yeah. it. No, no, nobody else. Googling it, I haven't seen anybody else say that. Nope. It's not even on any top five lists of like Marshall top five coaches or whatever. The the one that I keep seeing, uh, me and John were talking about the the top five list is that Buffalo coach is the only one that would make sense. And then the only other one I've seen is Tom Herman. And I don't know why oh, I keep God. seeing Tom Herman, but he's a little
1: bitch anyway. Yeah, so haha, I hate him. But okay, cool. I Hook him. I, could, I couldn't <laughs> see him signing there because he, I feel like he's too proud for that. He's a douche. He's a big doucher.
2: Big
0: he doucher. Pro- I was gonna say something, but I, I'm not going to. I was gonna say he probably went to Linsley.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> shots. So you know, shots fired. It, if this
1: does happen, this sets another. You know, it's just it's. Same same old story. Like, Marshall's just signing old WVU coaches. It's weird. Marshall fans want to bash WVU fans and, and say that they aren't, like, just basically the little brother school and all that stuff. But, like, you just want to be like us so badly. Yeah, I but, mean,
0: like, imagine how lit it would be. I don't mean lit, like, cool. Like, lit as in, like, hyped up. It would be if he did... Become the coach, and then somehow Marshall and WVU played like in football. That would be so but th- nuts. I,
1: w- I wonder if we ever sk- we'll schedule. Yeah, that's why
0: that would be I mean, cool if he became the coach I mean, honestly. Like, the,
2: the problem is, though, is th- I would get very frustrated because we should have never stopped playing them. The only reason why we stopped playing them is because we whipped their ass every year, and they probably missed out on a couple years where they could have given us a run for our money
1: again. Well, it, it makes sense. Well, this year in particular, it, it, it makes sense from a the the way of the league shifted from the BCS era and out of the playoff era, Holgerson was right when he was our coach. He said, "You know, schools like WVU, if you're not one of those top, you know, the name I call them the brand schools, if you're not one of those five six schools, it's the best way to put it, you're you know you have to do everything in your power to show that you belong in the playoff." So. WVU, I'm pretty sure, used to play two mid-major schools a year or whatever you want to call it.
2: Yes, and I I think that was very recent to when we stopped doing that. It
1: was. It was only four years ago. It was a Holgerson thing. I remember the interview. He's like, we're we're done doing that. He's like, if we can schedule another Power Five out of conference school, we're going to do it because it just makes your schedule that much stronger and it gives you a better – chance to get into the playoffs at the end of the year and
2: the way i look at it now is like if we want to play vt penn state pick great but we're still scheduling that one the like one L- let's play marshall yeah
1: if if we're gonna play the one a year might as well make it marshall they
2: were literally what top three of the group of five maybe two or i i don't know i i mean i know coastal was good byu's kind of they're they're tough to call which League or whatever they're in because they're good enough to be in a power five, but they're not. I I don't know how
1: Coastal finished. Did they finish undefeated?
2: No. They lost one game to Liberty, who was ranked high all year, and then they lost – I can't remember who Liberty lost to. Maybe North Carolina State. They lost the bowl game to Liberty, I think, by, like, one or two points.
1: So, Marshall had, like, an incredible season until – They lost the conference championship and then lost their bowl game, which
2: is I kind of dug deep on this because it I didn't understand why Marshall fired Doc Holliday when he won. He won coach of the year in the conference like he has had three incredible seasons. I cannot confirm or deny this. I don't know. But supposedly Big Jim. Yeah. Our governor. He is a Marshall alumni, probably donates a lot of money. Should get a lot, lot of say. I mean, if you're donating that much money, that's just how college sports go. But supposedly, he's wanted him out for years, years now. Years,
1: in which I read the same thing. And I, I don't know why. Dude, I, I wonder what their beef is. I, made
2: up, I, I, I was, like, making things up yesterday. Dude, they probably have some personal beef from years on years down the road. They're both West Virginia guys. Exactly. You know they I mean, know each other.
1: Holiday was on the staff at WVU before he took the Marshall job. For those that don't know... He's a hell of a recruiter, and I hope we bring him back to the staff. I hope Neil Brown re- reaches out because as a recruiter, he's amazing. And, and when you're in a Power 5 school, that makes your recruiting that much better because yep. you convince kids to come to a Power 5. I mean, he, he's responsible for bringing in a lot of big-name WVU players. Facts. Tavon, Geno Smith, Stedman Bailey. Like, I'm pretty sure he recruited all them.
2: Didn't he bring in Pat White? I think. Pat White, Slayton, all them dogs. Yeah,
1: like, I'm almost positive he was the recruiter for the, those two generations there, or eras. The Pat White era leading into this Geno Smith era. Yeah. Because, yeah, because then we had that game. I think the last time we ever played Marshall, it was either last time or second to last time. We, they were beating us by a lot. And Geno Smith led the comeback. His that was in media, Huntington. In Huntington, and we won in overtime, I think.
2: Yeah, that was like one of the only two games I think that we
1: ever played in Huntington. I mean, it was wild. Yeah. I remember watching that game live. But I, I, I don't think Holiday deserved to be fired at all. It's, it's kind of baffling. You look at his record, we know he's a good coach. I don't care what anyone says. I mean, a lot of people wanted him to be the head coach at WVU.
2: Well, it, it, it just stems down to
1: it had to be something very personal, it had to which be. sucks for I, him. I think it's stupid that someone like that, like a donor, can step in and, and call some shots. But you're right. When you're throwing around that much money, that's just the name of the game, I guess. It is, but, sucks. But like I said, I hope Neil Brown reaches out to him, brings him back on the staff. That would be awesome.
2: Well, we'll we'll shift it to something I know JT knows a lot about, WVU basketball. What what was your thoughts and takes on An Oscar? That? Yes,
0: I was I was happy. He's a fucking wimp. I've been saying it all season. He fumbles the ball around. He can't make a look. Listen, listen, I don't know what Huggins. I tells. I don't know what Huggins triggered. tells him well, to triggered, do so. before. But like if you're that big and you can't grab the ball and fucking slam dunk it and miss a layup every single time, you're just a waste of space. He was. I'm sorry. He, he Maybe he has potential, but he was a waste of space out there.
1: I mean, the drop-off from fr- his freshman year last year to this year was pretty insane. He was pretty dominant last year as a freshman. So you, you hear all these things about him, like he put on bad weight this offseason. He, he didn't put in any work, stuff like that. Now you're starting to hear more things coming out. Uh, here's what I want to talk about. I had it on my list. This whole Adidas school conspiracy. This is the first I've ever heard of it. I'll be quite honest, and apparently, this has been going on for a while. So this is the f- so Neil. He he knows like a lot of the
2: basketball stuff. I remember the Adidas thing with like Rick. I'm pretty sure it was Rick Pitino and all them, but I did not know that this was a trend through all the Adidas schools. That I just learned like last weekend or whatever. And I, I mean. It's it's kind of crazy and wild that
1: it it still goes on. I mean,
2: you yeah, know,
1: because I think a lot of teams received like sanctions and stuff for it, as they should. And, oh, they and absolutely, and should. they just
2: let it happen. And it, I guess it has a lot to do with the AAU circuit too. It's like Adidas in the AAU circuit. And I I don't know what I, I don't think Miami wears um, an Adidas, but I yeah, heard they do I think oh they do they do I heard Miami. Is like he already knows he's going to Miami. He's
1: in Miami right now. Okay. that's well then where he, like, the day after he announced or it was announced that he left the program,
2: it was reported that he was
1: already in Miami.
2: Well, that's why I was kind of like, sh- I mean, not shook, but I was very shocked when Huggins was just like, you could tell everything he said. He's like, fuck now. He's yeah, not coming no, back exactly. on
1: this team, dude. And one, it comes to two, that's, to that's the three. exactly what I thought Huggins would say. He's he's a no bullshit guy, yeah. I, and I love that about him. Like he he's exactly right. We had he said we had other guys that worked their asses off. You know why would I take opportunity away from them for someone that can't? You know, give it their all. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, dude, it was plain and simple. The guy abandoned his team, and I don't like that kind of stuff in sports. I'm like a very you know loyalty guy. That's how I am. So that that type of shit pisses me off. And I would wager to say, since Huggins has been our coach for, you know, it's it's been over a decade now, maybe 11, 12 years. It's wild. It is wild. It's right? wild. It makes me feel so old. I would wager to say that we've had more players quit our team than any other program in the country. I, well, I, because... He doesn't put up with anything. No, exactly. He doesn't put up with, with, with your bullshit, and he, I th- also think he has a hard-nosed coaching style that some kids just can't. Yeah, kill. I mean, I,
0: I don't care if you're hidden behind a big fucking massive body. People can't take getting yelled at. No, it's different. He was get. I'm sure he was getting bitched at at practice all the time, and he was just a crybaby it. He probably
1: criticized Sheebway a few weeks ago. Like, dude, come on, man. Like, you had this stellar freshman year. And you should go nowhere but up. Yeah, you shouldn't have go. You shouldn't have regressed. Well, I'm in like to
2: touch on what JT said. I I've just been. Well, luckily we don't have to worry about it anymore. But I was shocked at how many, right by the rim layups that he
0: all has missed time. all He's year. Missing. Yeah, or is. he'll like drop the ball. Like he'll turn and someone will hit it out of his hands and I mean, all this bullshit. I think
1: it's it's a small. Um, it's a small little fraction of what we get to witness, you know, for the rest of the year without them. These two games without them, I you can tell that our offensive rebounding is not as strong now. Correct. You can you can definitely tell. But if if the team can play like they did, well, honestly, in both second halves of the past two games, we we shouldn't really have anything to worry about. Well, and and you know, it, it
2: already happened, so like you can't say what if. But I do believe that if which I'm saying right now. But I do believe that if if Kedrian Johnson played in the Oklahoma game like he did in the Oklahoma State game, we would have came back and won that
1: game too. Interesting player, man. Like, didn't really know anything about him. I still kind of think he's a little shaky a little bit, but I can't say that he wasn't huge in the last game. And I I agree with you, but I'm going to give – In my
2: mind, I think he's just shaky because he's still trying to learn everything. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's another Juco
1: transfer. And he
2: is fast.
1: He's very fast.
2: And, dude, I – okay, so we were kind of texting in the second half. I was going literally crazy against Oklahoma State. I'll be completely honest. I was fully convinced we were going to lose that game.
1: Oh, I thought – I you know, now down nineteen and then many teams can overcome that. All
2: of a sudden when Deuce and whoever hit those two threes real quick, and then when
1: Kedrian pulled up out of nowhere and sunk that three, I was like, Okay. When when he I feel <laughs> I feel real bad for saying this, but when he pulled up it for that three, I was pissed. Like initially, I was like, No, like why? And then he drained it. I was like, okay, all right. (laughs) Yeah, good job. Because you know what I mean? Like, I haven't watched him play. So it's like, it's it's kind of a little bit of an unknown. So I was scared. And it's like, oh, man, he just took a big shot.
2: It's a very different team now, sort of, than what we're used to. It's like, now we just have the one big man that we're running, and then we're playing, like, guard ball now, which... I kind of like it's it. It's fun to
1: watch. It man. is I can't, fun can I can't lie. I'm so, I'm so, I wish people would quit calling us Press Virginia, though. That Oh, yeah, over. that's over. That's annoying. But a t- couple takeaways. Deuce McBride, ice in his veins, dude. He's, he's a baller. I, I love watching him play. I love his style, his pull-up game. And Jalen Bridges, dude. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to be, yeah. he's no, gonna be so he's, good. I think he's finally getting in the groove. Oh, he's getting in the groove. He's feeling more comfortable. Dude, he was arguably our best player in the Oklahoma game. Oh, and he easily. played super well in the OK State game. And cool. let's not forget about that man. t t tasmanian yeah, pass, Devil, Taz Sherman. I think I read that last game, the OK State game, was the first time we had three players with over 20 points. Yeah. Since 2014,
2: which is awesome. That's wild.
1: Is
0: that West Virginia or is that anybody? West Virginia.
1: Yeah, West Virginia. Yeah.
0: Either way, I mean.
1: I'm trying to think who would have been on the team that 2014,
0: I would have been a sophomore in college. Kevin Oren.
1: I I literally I don't even, was that
0: Jawan Staten time? Yes. Yeah, it was
1: it was definitely Staten.
2: Um so it had to be Javon Dax uh Jawan Staten. I don't know if Holton, maybe not. Yeah. That, what about like uh Jay what Jay Page was probably
0: uh, on yeah, the what, what was Page? that dude? I loved the uh Tavon Myers, Tevin Myers. I Tavon. loved I him. That bro. dude was awesome. He was another juke. Jay guy, Sean Page,
2: think. yeah, that was probably that Page year
1: Page and uh
2: Oh, Tariq Phillips.
1: Phillips. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah. I he think was, that I really think good.
2: that's the year we were like the three seed and lost to uh, Stephen F. Austin in the first round. Oh
0: god. Oh, that was Devin Williams.
1: Big Dev? Yeah. Was that his senior year? I don't know.
2: No, it had to be his junior, junior year. Wait, no, I I think uh, no. We might be screwed. Yeah, I up think here. we're fucking this up because that was okay, Devin that Williams year, was there either way. Yeah. No, that that year twenty fourteen. I don't know. I don't
1: know. I can't remember. I just, I just, fourteenth season would have led into.
0: That was when we. Is that when
2: we got absolutely wrecked
0: against Kentucky?
2: The,
1: the year, Mer- yeah, the year prior, because that was twenty fifteen. Because we were on our way back from Panama. Right, but I think that that season started in twenty fourteen. You are right. <laughs> so it had to be that. Year. It was that. Year. Had to be that. So year. who who was on that? Was that Daxter Miles that talked all that shit in the interview? Dude, that was that was. I just remember I was tweeting up
2: a storm on the whole way back. I'm like, we're about to They were undefeated. We're gonna smoke them. And then Devin Williams had three fouls in, in like thirty like t- seconds. Yeah,
0: literally, he fouled in I think less than five seconds of the game. Funny story. About I was like, that oh, game. here we go.
1: Like Jake said, we were on our way home for Panama City, um, spring break. We were down there, so. We didn't drive together. No, we were a separate group. And uh, on the way home, we plugged in an iPad and was running off of uh, someone's hotspot on their phone or something. So we had it plugged into the car, and we're t- watching the game on the way home because we, you know, we didn't want to stop and lose time, anything like that. We wanted to keep driving. We, I get, I have to piss, so I hit a, a road stop or a rest stop in uh, North Carolina, and I made the mistake of shutting the car off. And we come back out from the bathroom. It was halftime, I'm pretty sure. The car wouldn't start because we drained all no the battery from, like, from like streaming off an iPad in the car. Dude, I was stuck in North Carolina for almost two hours. Oh, we were stuck. And we Every per- single person that rolled up to the rest stop, like, do you have jumper cables? Do you have jumper cables? Nobody for hours. Oh, my God. So it's or like we like should have just stopped and watched. I was freaking out yeah. big time. We should have just stopped and watched the game somewhere with, you know, like, when you think about it, like, with the time that we lost looking for jumper cables. Yeah. Because we didn't want to stop somewhere. We should have just stopped somewhere. Yeah. And we wouldn't have drained the battery. Like
0: God. That. I would, uh, that sucks.
1: And then it didn't help, though. We just got fucking crushed that game.
0: Dude, yeah. I, I, li- I knew within I uh, literally 10 seconds that we were going to get killed. Because we were all hyped. We were like, we're going to beat them, like. Dude, I mean, yeah. but that's how it is. I like, know. Oh, <laughs> we, we've
1: seen it before. <laughs> yeah. and it stems back to like Beeline days, dude. Like we can make runs in the tournament. Yeah, we've made so many nice runs in the tournament. Well,
2: dude, I was literally just telling my mom and dad because I was fully convinced like we were gonna lose to Oklahoma State and we were kind of got gonna kind of hit a rough patch because Saturday we play Texas and then Tuesday we play Baylor, the two best teams in the conference. Kansas, they're all, they already waxed us. The game plan was kind of off. I'm anxious to see what we look like without Oscar yeah. and our new offense. But um, I was telling them, I'm like, as long as we make the tourney, we, our bread and butter seed, in my opinion, is between five and seven. That is when we make our best runs. I know the final four run, but we were, sec- we were the second seed.
1: Right. Which we should have been a one seed, but who cares? But that's true. Yeah, that's, that's, we're past that point now, but I, I completely agree with you. Just just make the tourney. And I don't think it's rare. We're not going to see, in my opinion, until Huggins retires, we should make the tournament every year. I don't uh, see yeah. why we w- I agree. You
2: know what I mean? I don't see why we wouldn't unless he gets a bad batch. Remember when he got, like, the Jabari Hines batch and all of them and they all wanted to leave and he was like, leave.
1: And they, yeah, no, they, they all left. They all la- I think that was what we... we we didn't make the we've not made the tournament with Huggins, I think, two times. Yep. His was it his very first year where we won the NIT? Yes. And then that, that year. year you're talking about. With like and that's what I go back to saying. We've if you really, really think about it and you start making a list, there are so many dudes that have quit the program. So many. It's crazy. I, I truthfully have never even
2: thought yeah. about it like that, dude, but I, I think you are right. I There's a lot of people that
1: have left. Like Who was that dude we had two or three years ago? I mean, like... Teddy Allen? T- dude. I thought he had potential. Dude, dude, he was a baller, but you could tell his attitude was just fucked. Well, he, he, he finally... He went to Wichita State, did he not? Well, he
2: went to Wichita State, left there, might have got kicked off the team, went to some... Community College got kicked off there, but he now plays in college again. he balled it was one of the first games of the season I watched I want to say it's Nebraska maybe he plays for now, and you know I think he's still like a freshman or a sophomore yeah. but
1: he 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 was balling out Dude, he I will say that in terms of like natural scores that I've seen on our team, he had it man he 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 could make shots go that you, it was just like an impossible situation. You're Like, how did he get that shot to fall? That's what it reminded I, yeah. me of Casey Mitchell. You guys remember him? Yeah. Yes. He was
2: on the final fourteen, team, was
1: he not? Yes. Yeah. He was. the
2: The one that the one that hurt me the most, the one that hurt me the most was Aaron Harris when he left. Yeah, because he just yeah, missed man. those big runs with Javon and Dax. He would have been a and a that's,
1: senior. And that's what everyone said. Like analysts, ESPN guys, like man if this WVU team had that one perimeter shooter they'd be he scary. He was icy. Dude, he was easily one of the best, you know, three-point shooters we ever had.
2: And and he and he's one of the only ones that had that left the program that has made a big impact. Like he made a huge impact at Michigan State. Yeah. All like, oh, he did big time. And oh, man, I I think he pro- I think he would have been a a senior or junior that year that
1: we got waxed by kentucky it is sad it's so sad to think about things like that man like guys leave joe alexander yeah like he left the year he should have been on that should have been on that team you 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 think about like canate sitting out could have used him in a deep run like Aaron Harris, dude, I had almost forgotten about him till you said that. That was a huge loss for us. Hell I mean, yeah. That, that dude had one of the most pure jump shots I'd ever seen. Dude,
2: and I, I'm going to say it, man. Like, I know I say it every year, and I'm very positive every single year. But that team that we have right now and those guys that are playing right now, now it's, it's news that McNeil has a toe injury, which makes sense why he's not stepping and hitting those threes. We do have some pure cold-blooded scorers on the team this year, between Deuce, Taz, Taz. Culver down low when he wants to, um, McNeil when he's healthy. If that Johnson dude starts hitting shots, that would be great. And then Gabe Osaboyan gets he he is my he's an electric factory. I don't even know how to describe. I know this that's man. A, a We always
0: worker. have we always have a player like that. Like, just kind of. He's like Cam the, 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 Dude, exactly. <laughs> go. Just like a defensive presence, and he can sometimes make some shots, and he's just out there grinding, hustling. He, he's a grinder. It's my the, kind of player.
1: Exactly. That's what I really like about him. He'll go to the dirty areas. He'll take the charges. It's He's fun to watch in that aspect because, you know, he, he can go out there and affect the game, not necessarily on the scoreboard, just by the little things he does. Do you remember when like Cam- an Elijah Macon, Except making gets scored pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember when Cam
2: Thurman put Luke gody on his yes, ass in yeah. the Coliseum? I do. That was incredible.
1: I do. Do you also remember when he went down on like a breakaway layup? Yes, and, and he, and he missed completely it. missed it. <laughs> That's why I
0: loved him because i I always can compa- I always thought like if I was a basketball player, that'd be some shit that would ha- I would do. Oh yeah. Like I would just. Wide-open layup, just completely just missed. missed.
2: And, <laughs> and public service announcement, Jordan McCabe, if you are listening, I want you to know that I still love you. You, you just need to try – don't overdo it. He, he, he's, a good, he's a good basketball
1: player. He's but, a tremendous ball handler.
2: But sometimes he just gets so excited and yeah. tries to do the fancy, glamour, sports center top ten play when it doesn't
1: need to be done. Yeah, I would agree. Like, just just stick to the fundamentals. Uh, but He's it's, hitting it's, shots now. He's still a very valuable player to have. Hell, yeah. He says, like, I like when he comes in and you shift Deuce over to the shooting guard. You know, it just gives a different look. Yeah. You can run a few different things. So, he's he's a absolutely a valuable player to still have on the team. So, people that, like, this is the – our fans are just baffle me sometimes. The worst. He, he needs to hit the transfer portal. He needs to hit the transfer portal. Why? Why would not you want to have a deep bench? Like people are idiots. Yeah. Do you just want five capable guys, or would you rather have eight or nine or ten capable guys? Like yeah. McKay, I,
0: I, I did. I never said I wanted him to leave, but I was. I get very frustrated. He's been doing better the past few games, yeah, but absolutely. early in the season, like, like you were saying, just his passes, or he's just trying to be one of those fancy. Just you don't need to be fancy. He yeah. he. Look cr- at where you're passing. We're not Patrick Mahomes here. Just look over, pass it and be done don't and he all this fancy he crosses
2: shit. dudes up yeah he but can dribble the problem is is when he crosses dudes up that adrenaline hits him and he just wants to do some crazy no look pass when he doesn't need to yeah
1: i mean he, he he's uh i don't care i got a lot of love for him hey. I like it do, it doesn't matter to me like he he he's an essential part of the he, team. He is. I'm sure he's a great locker room guy. You can just tell. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. No doubt. Yeah. I bet he's one of the main leaders oh, on the absolutely. team
2: for sure. And speedy recovery to Isaiah Cottrell. I, yeah, I man, he man, got his surgery nice, I think yesterday or the day before. So big, big, big loss for us. But hopefully he comes back. You know, just as good. He he was just starting to hit his stride too, man. I mean, he was hitting shots. Jump he, shots, dude. He, yeah.
1: I, you could tell he's going to have that mid range. Jump shot ability that you know a lot of big guys lack. Yes, so that's exciting because we, I mean, we. I mean, I like really have that.
0: I yeah, I'm sad that he's hurt. I liked him a lot. He wasn't. A, you may have just said this. I zoomed out for a second. Um, he he wants to shoot. He does. You yeah. know, even if it's not. He's a huge guy, but even out out there, you know, out there he wants to shoot too. So I I like it. I like the uh, aggression, and trying to shoot instead yeah. of. We all, you know, some people get it and just want to pass it real quick, but he's trying to score. So
1: yeah, yeah, I, I, there's there's nothing wrong with trying to score. No, yeah. you win games. Yeah, I know,
0: right? Yeah, exactly.
1: But is there any any
2: oh, any other things you guys want to touch on? Well, real quick,
0: I mean, Elon Musk's
1: richest guy in the world now. Which Interesting.
2: That's new. He's one billion dollars richer than Jeffrey Bezos as of today.
1: You think that they're probably going to keep going back and forth? absolutely i mean bezos has to make stupid amounts of money daily which you know it's uh it's wild
2: because i i'm just wondering if we'll ever see anybody richer than those two guys you know what i mean like we, we us three here and and tig we have a lot of time left on this earth you know what i mean so is this just the beginning of billion dollar boys like I saw a stat. I, I didn't research it, and if it's wrong, it's wrong. That's what we do here. But I guess throughout the pandemic, the United States has seen 56 new billionaires since the pandemic. Has Whoa. Started.
1: That kind of frightens me. Hurt, hurts. Yeah. Me. yeah, I don't know. That, that does hurt. hurt I mean, hurts a billionaire
2: lives right here in Wheeling. Yes, we do. So and uh, one of his ballplayers is now dating Vanessa Hudgens. So shout out to that man.
1: I'm sorry. What? Yeah.
0: Who? Vanessa Hudgens' new boyfriend is a guy.
1: Pittsburgh Pirates player. Really? Yeah. So I might go, I to, might a have games. To, go to a few games now. You know what I'm saying? We got to figure out what section they put the wives and girlfriends in. <sighs> yeah, but I might I, have to just like just to try hi. to
0: yeah, just start serenading her some High School Musical. Well,
1: songs. I know what section <laughs> I know what section
2: I'll be in. All you can eat seats because those are the goat. Those are
1: goat seats. Honestly, not a bad seat in the house at PNC Park. Probably Agreed. the best ball field i've ever been in but i have not been in many so
2: there i i really like i'm not a big baseball guy you know i'm not gonna act like i am love to go to baseball games at pnc park when we get tickets and shit like that i think i would want to go to fenway definitely want to go to the new yankee stadium you know just a lot of those things are like more than sports like they're just like trade and um wrigley field in chicago yeah
1: i've been to i've been to the newer yankee stadium I've been there. Was there for a W V bowl game actually football. Yikes. Yikes. Um it's a cool stadium, but I I, I think a lot of people like the, the classic one. I don't know the difference because I, I I just really didn't pay attention. I don't know where old school Yankee Stadium was. If it was still in the Bronx like where that is. I'm I'm clueless on it yeah, too, I'm but am clueless. But I'm with you. Camden Yards is a big one. I heard that Where's that Baltimore? That's Baltimore. I heard that place is beautiful. So okay, I'd, lo- I'd love to visit there. Fenway is on my list. Actually, before the pandemic uh, started, I- I'm pretty sure my girlfriend and I we were like planning shout out girlfriends yeah shout out we were planning something to go to Boston, Boston. And I-, I really wanted to go to uh, to Fenway.
2: I've I, I've never been to Boston. Um, that's one place that I that I definitely want to visit. And you know, I guess it's like. In my head, it's like, a, a, and I know it's a big city, but I guess it's like Boston's kind of one of the smaller big cities, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I know it's Boston. probably bigger than Pittsburgh, but yeah. I, I know it's
1: not like New York City or anything Something like that. Honestly, if I'm being you know, real here, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I really don't know. I, the most I know about Boston is from the Red Sox, the town.
0: The town, Charlestown.
2: Oh, What's the movie, Jimmy Fallon?
1: Yeah, and Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch, great movie, dude.
2: And I know Nikki and Katie live there. Katie Ratcliffe and Nikki Laurie live there. Live, oh yeah, that's right. Live there for years. They so. live together. No, no, no. I don't believe so. Huh? Yeah. I think I think Katie's engaged. Well, I
1: knew Nikki lived there. I didn't know that about. Yeah. Katie. Shout out Katie. If she's Break, listening. Breaking, I haven't even seen them in years.
0: Breaking news: A uh, Barstool Fund hit twenty mil.
1: Dude, twenty million. So how long are they keeping the Barstool Fund going? Just as mm. as
2: for. As as long as the pan okay, so I was listening to the Dave Portnoy show this week. The plan is that as long as the pandemic's going, they're going to keep cutting checks for locations that need rent and things like that. So they're they're not just like writing big checks. That's why they're taking their time calling all these people because they want to be able to supply them throughout the entire pandemic. Very nice. What what a guy.
1: I mean, it's pretty awesome. Did you guys order anything? I did, uh,
2: no, I, I I didn't order any of that the shocks me.
1: Any, I, well, dude, <laughs> it does that. I mean, that's yeah. Me. I'm gonna be honest with you. I
2: I, I had a uh, um epiphany epiphany this week, and I'm not saying that I won't support all these other things, but I think I'm just gonna start getting a lot of things made with our logo on it. I I wrap all these other things like Bellabong and and Barstool, and there's nothing wrong with doing that every once in a while. But why wouldn't I spend money on making my own snapbacks and my own hoodies and things like that to kind of wear those to, to bring name, you know, more recognition? So I actually think I'm gonna raise start, awareness. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to start just, you know, making clothes that I can wear. And then if people like it and it catches on, then maybe it's something we could sell in the future.
1: You know what? I really like that outlook.
2: I Me mean, let, let's do it like let's all I mean, if we want to. Just make a bunch of different shit. Let's wear a bunch of different shit. What we go, we go different places. Like we wear hats all the time. And why would I wear? And I'm not knocking it, but why would I wear my Bass Pro hat when I can wear a Juicebox Podcast that?
1: Right. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's kind of we've 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 kind of started you know in that direction. We do our limited runs, and um, I want to apologize to the fans. I really wanted to have our third limited run out by now, but. Man, did I get fucked around by by the shirt company? You might as well
2: explain that whole situation so people know. Basically, I
1: put a shirt order in, and this is my fault, I guess, for, you know, I'm just trying to save a buck. That's just how I am. There's nothing wrong with that. So, like, I have not ordered from the same t shirt company yet. I'm like searching around. I find a shirt that I like, then I search around on these wholesale sites on what, you know, where can I get that shirt the cheapest? found this website and they had the shirts i wanted in stock no other site had them in stock so i put i placed the the order i'm like awesome they're coming they'll be here you know within a week or two you know weeks go by i'm like okay what what the hell's going on i call the company like oh yeah uh well you know we're out of stock and and uh size large and size uh 2x i'm like so you just didn't plan on telling me? <laughs> it's like crazy you, like to me. You were just gonna let my warrior yeah. sit there, like you didn't, You couldn't shoot me an email
2: it, and, and anything. That's wild. I know we've talked about this, but we could talk about it again. That's wild to me. What a what a uh, business move to just be like. We'll just sit here and hopefully the shirts come, and hopefully he doesn't say anything after four weeks.
1: Yeah, I was like, you know, I you know I'm trying to turn over a new leaf where I don't fucking blow up on people and you know that work and customer service i don't do that often i don't but like in that moment i wanted to rip the guy but then i'm sitting everything i'm like it's not he didn't make the executive decision probably not to contact me yeah but it's like that's so frustrating so because the money was taken from our account
2: oh which they told you it
1: wasn't yeah right? i was like I, he's like well it hasn't we, he's like the money hasn't even been taken yet so you know we'll just cancel order i'm like well it's not it's not in the account so Look, it's it, back now. Okay, yeah. Yeah. it's back now. But it, I was like, "It's bullshit." Don't fuck. Like you, were, you guys were just gonna hope I would never said anything until you maybe got this stuff in. Yeah, and even I'm sitting there wondering, like, maybe if, when you did get it in, where you, were you even gonna send it? Seriously, just,
0: just send that shit,
1: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was frustrating. So, so now, uh, you know, I'm on the search for something different. We're going to get something figured out. We're uh, trying to get a winner, some kind of winner style something out uh, as, as the third limited run. And, uh, and I, and I like what Jake's saying. I, s- we're going to, yeah, we might as well start making shit just aware ourselves. And and
2: because I, you know, for my job, those of you that don't know, I do a lot of driving, which entails a lot of thinking. And I was thinking, like, what am I going to rep all these other things for when I'm not even repping myself? And also, I think another thing that we need to try to do better on is we need to stop name-dropping businesses, local businesses, because they're not paying us to do that. Why? Why would I talk about... One of my favorite places. When you're not cutting me a check, I really think no free ads does need to come into play. <laughs>
1: hey, dude, I'm down with it. If we want to, if we want to set some fucking rules, the 2021 we'll, we'll, we'll takeover. Follow the freaking guidelines. We'll make a sign and hang it in the back of the of the room. These are the rules. Follow the guidelines. Follow the fucking guidelines. The no, fucking no free guidelines. advertising. This type of shit. But I, I'm all with it, dude. Like, I, I just, I, I, I think
2: now we've been doing this for so long. We're natural doing this part. Why would people come knocking if we're saying all these names for free? Is the way that I and I I, I just started thinking this way. I mean, it's not like I've been thinking that way the entire time. But why why would I
1: name drop these places if I'm not getting a little cut of that cheddar cheese? Yeah, and and I also want to say something. If if we have any fans out there, you know, regular listeners that are artistic in any way, you know, artists, anything like that, like we'd love to work with some people that could you know like if we're going to start making our own merch like that I- i'd love some cool custom designs like we have our logo mm-hmm. and we could use our logo on everything but like you see these other big name brand companies they're not just putting their logo yeah, yeah. on stuff no okay. they'll come up with like some cool stuff to put on a shirt mm-hmm. and then maybe the logo's on the sleeve mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah like I'm so if we, if there's any artists out there that listen you know Love to collab, yeah, and, absolutely. And I, I'm
2: actually with that. Like, I think the big two things, and it's kind of funny, we're literally having a business meeting while it's rolling. But I'm game for it. I think the the two biggest things that we need to start thinking about is um, an artistic person, like you just said, and a video person. Like as of right now, we can't pay you now, but once you get in the circle and once things start going upward, you're going to be just as an integral part of the whole circle as we are. So if you're bored on Friday nights and you wanna come hang out with the boys and, and you wanna come, you know, be a part of the movement, now's the time to do it because once once we take off I'm not fucking around with any of you Or yeah. Yeah. you little bitch. Frick you guys. I would love
1: um a dedicated like video guy that just wants to, you know, like you said, just kind of be a part of the group to start off. I mean i think there's so many cool things we could do down here for those that don't know we've already started to like buy some newer stuff we got more stuff on the way to improve the studio you know if we could have a couple multiple camera angles some some unique angles you know we we just right now we just shoot our stuff from a straight on view and it's good it's good for what we do and Tig kills it with the clips but like multiple video angles, stuff like that. You know, if anyone has ideas, anything, you know, DM the Instagram page. We have our, our, um, our email, the juice box pod or the juice box podcast at gmail.com. And the TH is with a, the, a the, 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 um, Anything, anyone that has any collaboration ideas, you know, hit us up. You know, we're we're always down to listen. Yes. Hop, Absolutely.
2: Hop on now. Um, Please, 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 please rate like subscribe, leave comments. We I mean that if if you guys want to keep seeing us do great things and you want to see us eventually get guests on that are maybe out of our league, the way that pumps up the numbers is Reviews on the podcast, liking the podcast, and subscribe subscribing to the podcast. We appreciate all you guys listening, of course, but we we got to kind of I, I I hate saying it, but we do that that's what's going to help us. So you know, leave us a rating, preferably five stars. Leave us a comment. Subscribe to that bitch. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Let them know the future is here. The 2020 takeover has begun. And that's how I'm ending the podcast for myself. So, boys, it's been a time. Onward. Continue. Thank you.
0: Catch me on Instagram at John Theodore Nixon on Instagram on the Juicebox Podcast Twitter. I'm on the Juicebox Pod. It's at the Juicebox Pod. Uh, thejuiceboxpod.com. Read some of my blogs. I'm on TikTok now. I know Big Zar's not a fan, but I'm on TikTok, <laughs> the Juicebox Podcast um piggy nation find it Tiggy nation on twitter and money in the bank tags on instagram
1: yeah and to uh, kind of piggyback for one second off what jake said um we love it with, when you guys interact on the instagram posts like when melts get, my heart yeah when we get posts that you know get tons of comments you know interacting with what the video is about or the clip that, that's awesome so you know drop a comment anything we fucking love the interaction uh, I'm on Instagram at Juiceboxar. That's my main podcast Instagram. Uh Pokezar for Pokemon stuff, Pokemon card related posts. Um slacking on the posts right now, but I got something in the works. Um, so stay tuned on that avenue. Twitter, I'm also PokeyZar, and that's Z-A-R.
2: Z's and zebra, A's and Apple. Are you a videographer or an artistic brain that wants to join the club? Thank you. R as in Reebok.
0: Don't get it twisted. Now we live better now. Coochie sweater now. When fork could fly
2: through any weather now. See, get tight when you worth some millions. This is why I start the chinchilla hurt the feeling. You can find your crack it all tight, tight. How the front row to all the fights is- if father-born come, then they probably squill. Cause at the rappers, they like dirt for real. If you cross the line, damn right, I'm going to hurt you. These <laughs> even made gang size commercial. <laughs> even little
1: Bad Wow throwing it.